Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's BarbaraGeorgeTune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put in your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next three MB airs, or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time-sensitive, or something else regarding the wet-shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning and welcome to the October 9th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. I sure hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I have got good old Dunkin' Donuts. There's <laughs> there's my go-to coffee this morning. And I am using a, a coffee mug. It's dated 1992. I think I've used this one before on Second Cup. It's dated 1992 and it says open house on one side. 1992, open house on one side. And on the other, it says uh, electronic publishing and printing. It's some kind of open house conference. That's what this mug is celebrating, I guess. And um, I can't remember where this came from, but the, the mug has been hanging around the house since 1992. Maybe a, maybe a brother picked it up or something like that and passed it on to my folks. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where it's been, but it's been here for the longest time. And I, I use it. And can you just imagine what the electronic publishing and printing was back in 1992. Uh, today, looking back, it's rather archaic, isn't it? I mean, the technology has just evolved so much. I mean, look what we're able to do now. We're able to actually publish video online to reach around the world. This podcast is another example of that. Back in 1992, that those kinds of ideas were just in their infancy. And everyone was looking at desktop publishing and printing and laying out pages and dropping in art and uh, all kinds of things like that. Pretty, pretty amazing how fast and far technology has come. Well, before I go any further, uh, I need to address the attacks on Israel that took place this past weekend. The events were unfolding while I was putting together the Monday morning mailbag, so I didn't have a chance to address it then, but I do so now have the opportunity to talk about it here on Second Cup. During times of terrorist attacks, it's crucial to recognize Israel's unwavering commitment to safeguarding its citizens and maintaining the stability of the region. Israel has consistently faced security threats from various terrorist organizations, forcing the country to take necessary measures to protect its people and ensure their safety. The Israeli government has shown remarkable resilience and determination in combating terrorism, investing heavily in advanced security technologies and intelligence capabilities to thwart potential attacks. Furthermore, 
Israel has always demonstrated a willingness to engage in peaceful negotiations and has repeatedly extended olive branches to its neighbors. It is important to acknowledge Israel's right to defend itself against terrorism while also advocating for peaceful resolutions to the conflicts that plague the region, fostering understanding, tolerance, and cooperation among all parties involved. However, Israel, like any sovereign nation, has the inherent right to defend itself and its citizens from imminent threats and attacks, a fundamental principle recognized by international law. Facing persistent security challenges, Israel's actions in self-defense are essential for safeguarding its people and ensuring regional stability. Yes, I support Israel. Now, I don't want to get all religious on you, but I keep going back to this. This is what I keep going back to. I'm going to share it with you. And uh, it really is a fundamental idea that I keep returning to over and over and over again. It's in the Bible, and it's in the book of Genesis. And this is what it says, and I'm quoting here from the, the King James Version. You can find it in, uh, in any version. The wording might be uh, just a, a little different, but um, this is pretty clear here. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee. And make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. Now when it comes to that statement from God, I know what side of the equation I'm on. That's why I say, God bless Israel, peace be to Jerusalem. So thank you very much for allowing me to share my thoughts regarding the terrorist attacks on Israel and the ensuing war that's taking place right now. All right, we'll, uh, we'll pay a few bills and we'll get the show underway in just a moment. Now, I received a heads up from viewer Jamie Horn regarding a brand new upgraded scuttle from Phoenix Shaving. And here it is, folks, the Spacescape Lather Scuttle 4.0, a premium porcelain hand-glazed ceramic scuttle by Phoenix Shaving. And here's what they write on their product page. And now... The moment you have all been waiting for. For many, their first affordable scuttle was our little darling, the Crown King Scuttle. The goal at that time was to create a high-quality scuttle that would fit everybody's budget and looked kind of vintage, too. Needless to say, it was a huge success and really turned a lot of folks onto hot lather. Mission accomplished. However, over the years, we have received much feedback, as expected, and once more, put it to good use in an effort to give our loyal customers and the shave community what they want. So back to the drawing board we went. We came back with the Desertscape Scuttle 2.0, an even larger scuttle. Now, I don't have one of those. <laughs> Do you have one of those? Let me know if you have one of those. I would love to see a photo of it and talk about it on the Monday morning mailbag. Anyhow, it continues. Suddenly, armed with more feedback during its release, we made sure to take notes and delivered an even better version on the next run. The Dreamscape Scuttle 3.0. That's what I have, yeah. <laughs> the Dreamscape was not only another super value, but a scuttle to be reckoned with. Well, folks, after it sold out, rather than just reorder it and rest on our laurels, once more we decided to tweak this larger lather machine even more, redefining the vertical agitators and ridges within the bowl. Next, 
we chose an even more epic hand glaze style with a slight handle comfort modification. Lastly, we upgraded the material. While it's true that both the Desertscape and Dreamscape Scuttle were solid and robust brutes, our latest porcelain ceramic edition is by far the most durable. Wow, that's absolutely fantastic to hear. Here is uh, some of the highlights that they point out on the product page. Each is unique and hand glazed, a wide five inch mouth, deep three inch lather bowl, no more side logo, beautiful, durable, premium porcelain, raised vertical ridges, not digs, 18 ounce capacity, real solid cork included. Ready for the best part? It's under $30. How about that? And they do have a note here. Attention, while all share a resemblance to the photo on the sales page, know that due to the nature of the hands-on process of glazing, each will be unique. How about that? That's absolutely fantastic. So if you're looking to upgrade your shaving scuttle, uh, Phoenix Shaving has a brand new upgrade from the Dreamscape Scuttle 3.0. They now offer the Spacescape Lather Scuttle 4.0. How about that? Less than $30. My thanks to Jamie Horn for passing along this information. Absolutely fantastic to hear. Thank you very, very much, Jamie. We'll have a link in the description below where you can check out the brand new Upgrade to the Dreamscape Scuttle, the Spacescape Lather Scuttle 4.0. Thanks again, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. Now, for anyone looking to uh, add to their shaving brush collection, uh, I received this email from Tom Donnarumma. Of course, we had a beautiful, wonderful visit with Tom's Shave Den this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag. If you didn't see that particular episode this morning, get over there and check it out. He has an absolutely beautiful Shave Den, very, very well organized with a lot of great shaving gear in there. Anyhow, I also saw Tom and Sue at the Ohio Wet Shave Meetup, and it was great to see them. And Tom passed along this email regarding shave brushes. He said, hey, Mark, just thought I'd let you know that Brad Sears of Brad Sears Shave Works has started making brushes again. He was out of knots for a while, but just got a bunch in. I just got mine today and decided to use it in my first autumn shave of the day. Beautiful brush, and it worked great. This is his Gus handle, and it has a really nice two-band badger knot at 28 millimeters. The rest of the shave of the day was Phoenix Shavings Cider House 5 and the Rex Envoy with a Rockwell blade in it. Excellent scent for the first chilly day of fall. Happy shaving, Tom Donnarumma. Yeah, that Cider House 5 is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful scent for, uh, for autumn. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm looking at his photo, which we will show in an upcoming uh, Monday morning mailbag. Absolutely beautiful brush handle. Really, really beautiful color. Absolutely beautiful knot. And uh, his Cider House 5 tub, the artwork on that lid, is uh, different than what I have here. Uh, slightly different. Uh, it's interesting because the, um, the aftershave splash has the same label that I have on my shave soap, 
but his shave soap lid is different artwork. So I wonder if there was a, um, a different artwork put on uh, various tubs as they were sold uh, in a release, or maybe he has a uh, an earlier release or a later release of this shave soap. I know I've had mine for some time, and the scent is still, oh, the scent is still spot on. Really, really terrific. And that Rex Envoy is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. And from the photo, it also looks like he has the longer handle on that Rex Envoy. I also have the longer handle. Uh, I do prefer using the uh, the standard size handle, but every once in a while I do get that longer handle and uh, and connect it to the uh, the razor head, and it really makes for an outstanding, outstanding shave. So if you're looking to add to your shave brush collection, Brad Sears of Brad Sears Shave Works has started making brushes again. We will share this again on the Monday morning mailbag, but I wanted to give you an early heads up in case you're looking for a new shaving brush. So thanks again to Tom Donnarumma for all the great information regarding the Brad Sears Shave Works shave brushes. Hey, they're being made again. Thanks again, Tom. Really do appreciate it. Now, speaking of shaving brushes, I received a comment from a viewer named Lone Wolf. And this comment was left in the review I did on the Yaki 30mm shaving brush. And Lone Wolf wrote, My Omega Evo 28mm knot is a soap and lather monster. The bigger the knot, the more soap I go through. <laughs> now, I can kind of understand that. But we have been talking about uh, soap economy on the Monday Morning Mailbag. Now, this uh, has been led pretty much by comments from Jimmy V Photography and Robert Ross. Uh, both of them have been practicing soap economy. Robert Ross has a specific formula where he uses uh, a very, very small amount of soap and then he does his uh, slurry method, as I recall, and adds a little bit of water. And he just gets some beautiful heaps of lather. And Jimmy V Photography uh, will only do, uh, say, maybe four or five swirls uh, in a tub of CK6 shaving soap from Phoenix Shaving. And he gets heaps and heaps of lather. So uh, the... Size of the brush knot does not come into any of these approaches at all. They're just able to create heaps of lather from some very, very good shaving soap that's out there. And of course, I put CK6 right at the top of my list. Uh, if you've watched my reviews, I've talked about how wonderfully it creates a lather and how quickly it creates a lather. Now, there is a video on Facebook from Douglas Smythe, uh, showing how easy it is to create a lather using uh, CK6. And he has a, uh, a tub of uh, shave soap, a very little left in the tub, and he does about eight swirls with the um, Doppler shaving brush with the butterscotch knot, a butterscotch handle. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> and uh, it's a synthetic knot. And he's using the new Spacescape Lather Scuttle 4.0 from Phoenix Shaving. And he gets heaps and heaps of lather. Again, he just swirls it eight times in a, in a, in a tub of very little shave soap, CK6. And he goes ahead and adds a little bit of water 
and he starts getting heaps and heaps of lather. He just continues to add a little bit of water, a little more water, and he just gets this beautiful, creamy, yogurty consistency. And I believe the Doppler is a 26 millimeter knot. So really, um, my conclusion here is that regardless of the brush knot size, if you're using a good, high-quality artisan shave soap, you really don't need a lot. Now, <laughs> Lone Wolf, like you, I'm guilty of overloading my shave brush. I, I especially do this on the, the reviews that I do uh, on my channel. Uh, I tend to overload the brush. I want to make sure that I have more than enough lather for the, uh, for the shave that I'm doing. Uh, in case I need uh, three passes, maybe three passes and a touch-up. And there have been some instances where I'm using a very mild razor and I need just a little bit of extra lather to do a touch-up after a third pass. That has happened on a couple of rare occasions. But for the most part, I'm doing two or three passes. And I always like to show how much lather and the consistency of the lather after the shave is done. That's why I tend to overload my shave brush. Uh, for those videos. But it's a habit I think I have to get out of. I think I have to start economizing a little more and just doing maybe uh, five to eight swirls or six to eight swirls in CK6 and, um, you know, that sort of thing. And then then I'll still get heaps and heaps of lather. Uh, CK6 is really, really some great, great artisan shaves. So that's why I tell uh, beginner wet shavers, if you want to learn how to build a really, really good lather, get a good synthetic brush and get some CK6 shaving soap from Phoenix Shaving. You will be guaranteed a great, great lather. It's not going to take many attempts to be able to build a wonderful, wonderful, creamy, yogurty lather using CK6. And uh, Phoenix Shaving offers some wonderful, wonderful synthetic shaving brushes at nice price points, and you can get uh, many others online. But if you get a good synthetic shaving brush and some CK6, uh, even with a few swirls of that brush into that uh, CK6 soap puck, you will get a really, really beautiful, beautiful lather. Uh, play with the uh, water to soap ratio a few times. You'll, you'll get the rhythm. You'll get the method. Uh, you'll understand it. Uh, and before you know it, um, after a few uh, uh, introductory uh, attempts, uh, you will be building great lathers with CK6. So Lone Wolf, thanks very, very much for the comment. It, uh, it really uh, led to this really, really wonderful discussion about uh, soap economy, uh, building a lather, CK6, synthetic brushes, that sort of thing. And make sure to uh, get up to Facebook and check out the video that Douglas Smythe did, his lathering demonstration with CK6. It really is remarkable to see. Thanks again, Lone Wolf. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, speaking of shaving soaps and quality of lather, I received this comment from a viewer named Baba. And uh, Baba left this comment in the review I did on Phoenix Shaving's Briar Shave Soap. And he wrote, If you haven't tried Ariana and Evan's Ultima Base, let's just say Phoenix Shaving is going to need to come out with a CK10. Seriously, the Ultima Base from A&E is the best lather I have ever whipped. I am super impressed. 
I was gifted my first A&E, and since then, I checked out the Sharpologist review, and no surprise, he has A&E as number one. You've probably tried it, but if not, well, I have tried it. I reviewed uh, Ariana and Evan's uh, Barbier Classico Shave Soap uh, in the Ultima Base, and it is very, very good. I absolutely agree with you. As a matter of fact, I remarked that regardless of the brush knot you use with the Ultima Base, you are going to get a great, great lather. I mean, you can use a boar brush, a synthetic brush, a badger brush. It doesn't matter. It just responds. It is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave soap. The Ultima Base is marvelous. I agree. We are very, very lucky in the wet shaving community to have such talented artisan soap makers out there. This allows us to try a wide variety of shave soaps and find one that fits our specific skin type and beard type. Uh, absolutely. So whether you like CK6 or whether you like Ultima or Sterling or Hoffman's or Denton Magic or Spearhead or any of the other marvelous artisan soap makers out there, Shannon Soaps, and uh, my gosh, there are so many out there that make such great, great shave soaps. They all have these wonderful, wonderful qualities, these wonderful, wonderful soap bases. Um, you, you'll find one, as I always say, you'll find one that fits your skin type, your beard type, uh, and your wallet. And that's what's so great about the traditional wet shave right now is that there are so many wonderful, wonderful choices out there. So, yeah, I agree. The ultimate soap base, the ultimate soap base is absolutely wonderful. And uh, as I concluded, you can, I get the impression you can use it with any kind of uh, shaving brush knot and you're going to get a wonderful lather. Absolutely. And I am also... As you know, very partial to CK6. I love CK6. However, your mileage may vary when it comes to these artisan soaps, uh, but the great news is you'll find one that fits you, and that's what's so great about the traditional wet shave. There is so much out there, so many choices. You'll find one or a couple or two, three that uh, will work for you, uh, and that's what's so great. So I absolutely agree, Baba that uh, the Ultima soap base from Ariana and Evans is very, very good, and I encourage everyone out there to give it a try. And I also encourage everyone out there to give CK6 a try, and you can decide for yourself. You might like one a little more than the other, but uh, regardless, uh, both are just outstanding, and you'll get a very, very good artisan shave soap and a great shave, regardless of which one you, uh, you try. So thanks again for the comment, Baba. Really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, I want to recommend a movie. Now, if you're a fan of musicals, there is one in particular that has stayed with me all my life, ever since I saw it in a theater with my parents. Fiddler on the Roof, starring Topol. What a magnificent movie. Uh, there is so much going on in this movie that talks to uh, the individual about uh, honoring God family, tradition. As a matter of fact, the opening number uh, called Tradition is marvelous. And I, I love the music and I love the performances. I won't say any more other than that. You have got to see this movie. It really is 
uh, quite an extraordinary entertainment experience. I, uh, I absolutely love it. It stayed with me all these years. And I'm reminded of that first viewing of it in a theater with my mother and my father and my brothers uh, whenever I hear any of the music. And uh, having it available on streaming services, it's available on Amazon's free V service. Um, uh, it just brings back such great memories. And it is uh, such a wonderful movie. And it's always been a part of my life. Um, in, in looking back, there was the first viewing in the, in the, in the theater uh, with family. And then later on, uh, when it came to network television, there we all were gathered around the television set to watch the presentation. And here again, many, many, later, many, many years later, here it is available on streaming services. Fiddler on the Roof. What a mar What a marvelous movie. What a very well-made movie. Uh, again, marvelous performances, wonderful music. Uh, and uh, I think it's a story that resonates with everyone because it talks about family, God, uh, tradition, home life, um, overcoming uh, challenges, getting through life. Uh, my father's favorite song in the movie is, um, uh, it was If I Were a Rich Man. My father loved that song, and he loved the performance that Topol uh, gave in the film. Uh, you have to see that musical number. It's just an absolutely uh, wonderful, wonderful movie, and it brings back such great memories, and it also has a message that uh, is deeply felt by me. So uh, check it out when you get a chance. It's on Amazon Free V streaming service. There are some com commercial interruptions, but the opening, the opening which lasts, uh, gosh, 13, 14 minutes, is uninterrupted. And uh, the first commercial doesn't come until uh, quite some time after that. So uh, I will link it below uh, so you can uh, get a chance to look at it. If you've never seen it, really, just... Uh, Put it on the streaming service, sit back, and get ready for a really, really entertaining movie that also has a very, very deeply felt message. Fiddler on the Roof, starring Topol. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who commented and contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together again with you on these podcast airwaves. Until then... Enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. Mm -hmm.